Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student, passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at Trust and Thrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Trust and Thrive. I'm your host, Tara Mont. And we are back this week with a new solo episode. I was actually planning to post an episode with a guest-to-guest conversation. We have some great conversations coming out soon. I was just feeling inspired to chat with you all to record a solo episode. So I just decided to go with the flow, go with the feeling that's coming up for me, trying to feel more comfortable with solo episodes because I often think, you know, why do I have to say? Why does anyone care to hear it? But sometimes it's just therapeutic for me and even getting some responses from you all about enjoying solo episodes has been really, really validating and wonderful. So I'm glad you enjoy them. So I know I mentioned that I recently left my job and I am looking to start internship for school and I have some other things going on, including wedding planning. And I felt really stressed and oddly more burnt out than when I was working that full-time job. And I think I'm realizing that that in some ways was a distraction from other parts of my life that I had to work on or other areas that I needed to water and nourish and take care of. And it really made me think how even though we may feel like we're less busy sometimes, for example, like, oh, if you're not working that specific job anymore, then things must be easier. When in reality, it may just be keeping you from what you really need to work on. And I feel like that's something many individuals may experience, especially in westernized culture where hustle culture has become so normalized and glamorized. And I think now we're working on self-care and mental health. But, you know, with the girl boss era and all that, we've placed so much focus on doing, 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 having side hustles, working, being busy that we may neglect ourselves and our needs and forget to check in with ourselves if we think we have to get X, Y, and Z done. And so there have been many things I need to do on my plate that either I've been avoiding or pushing off or feeling too overwhelmed to do. And that has come with some level of guilt and A main theme I'd say of this episode is letting yourself experience the feelings that come up for you no matter what others are going through. It's so easy to compare a situation and invalidate ourselves because others have it worse. Our situation can't be as bad as others. For example, I should be thankful that I'm so privileged enough to be able to do this. Or I've seen that online where it's like, change your mindset by saying, I don't have to do this. I get to do this. And in many ways, I can appreciate that. I like to have, you know, a gratitude mindset and see some things positively. But 
that's not realistic. And personally, I see that as toxic positivity of believing that we always have to be thankful, even if it's something exciting. For example, even with wedding planning, I feel like, oh, I have to be grateful all the time. And I, I feel incredibly privileged and lucky that we get to have you know, a wedding that we love. And at the same time, I can acknowledge that it is very stressful. It has brought up a lot of issues and different relationships and dynamics, and it's really stressful. So I have really, really been working on letting myself feel the way I do and knowing that I can acknowledge my privilege and what I'm going through and validate my feelings just because others have it worse, just because others may not be able to get married. They may have worse financial issues than I have or whatever it may be. That does not mean that my experiences aren't real. That does not mean that I can't feel the way I feel. I have also discussed this in other episodes. You know, as a child of immigrants, I personally carry a lot of guilt thinking that I have no right to complain about anything I'm experiencing and not even just complain, but feel the way I feel because I think I should be grateful. My parents had it worse. They struggled more. My struggles or my responsibilities don't even match what they've had to go through. And I used to think that way so often. And all it did was make me feel terrible about myself and created shame around my feelings. Because no matter what, I still had those feelings. I still felt stressed. I still felt tired at times. And instead of being able to be honest with myself and acknowledge that, instead, those messages simply created shame and kept me far away from my actual needs. Because if I can first acknowledge how I feel, then I can reflect on what I need, what I can do to help myself. So if you keep telling yourself you're not stressed or tired or overwhelmed because you feel like you shouldn't be, even though you do feel that way, you're just ignoring how you really feel. You're not listening to your body. And and that is a recipe for disaster if you start to neglect yourself and your needs. And so I like to see it in the same way that other people have it worse. Other people also have it better. And I don't go complaining about my life because other people have it better. And I also don't think I should feel like I can never have any difficult experience just because others have it worse. Life is not so black and white, and that's not fair to do to myself. And so whether or not you've experienced something similar, whether it's with a loved one saying, What do you have to be sad about? What do you have to be depressed about or anxious about or stressed out about? You've had everything provided to you or others have it worse. You should see what this relative had to go through. You should see what I had to go through or your ancestors had to go through. I think it's important to acknowledge that and be aware of where you are. I think it's one thing to be entitled and stuck in your privilege without seeing the rest of the world and other experiences. That's one thing. But it's another thing to stay stuck in that guilt of thinking you can't feel anything difficult because others have had it worse. And I've really been feeling that recently because a lot of the stress and and feelings I've had that have come up these last few weeks have been related to overall good things, whether it's an internship or moving forward in my career and in school or planning a wedding or dealing with an issue that is, in the big scheme of things, something that I feel thankful for, but that does not take away the stress of it. So for example, I'm not a parent, but just imagine that a mother or father, someone has a newborn. Say for example, your friend just had a baby and they feel very thankful for their baby 
and they also are sharing with you how exhausting it is, how they haven't gone any sleep, they feel like they've lost part of their identity, whatever it may be, you're likely not going to say to them, you should just be thankful. At least you have a healthy baby. I think that's incredibly invalidating. And some people may say that. But if you get where I'm coming from, then you may not likely say something like that to them. You're not going to say, oh, well, you should just be thankful that you have a baby. How could you complain? It's such a joy to have one. No, you can acknowledge that they are thankful for the blessing that they have in their life. And they can also be stressed and exhausted. And maybe they're not thankful. And that's okay too. Maybe they regret their decision. They still love their baby, but they feel like it would have been easier without one. That's valid too, because that's how they feel. And it's no one's place to tell them how they feel. And it's no one's place to tell you how you feel. So I've noticed these last few weeks that instead of acknowledging how I really feel about a situation and letting myself feel it and listening to what I need to then move forward, I've been so much more focused on guilting myself into snapping out of this feeling, which honestly feels very unlike me because I haven't been like this. I haven't been like that recently. I honestly feel like I've been a lot more open about my feelings and more compassionate with myself, but I've been so much harder on myself these last few weeks. And some of it comes with outside voices too, but it's just made me feel frozen and stuck and not want to express myself at all because, and not because of anyone specifically, but because of myself, because I think like, get over it, Tara, you, yeah, you're stressing out and you're tired, but others have it worse. And I think it's one thing to acknowledge that. Like, for example, I'm not complaining every day of like, oh, my life is so hard. I've never been like that in general. Like I recognize my privilege and I'm very thankful. I think it's the opposite where I feel like I can't, I can't struggle because my struggles mean nothing compared to other people's struggles, which is not true. It's not true. And I have to remind myself that just because others have it worse, just because others are suffering more in some ways, that does not mean that I am also not experiencing my own struggles. And that does not mean that I have to be happy and in a good mood 24-7. There will be people in your life who will invalidate how you feel. There will be people in your life who will be uncomfortable with you feeling the way you do, whether or not it makes sense to them. But other people cannot define how you feel. As obvious as that sounds, when we're kids, when we're younger, we look to our loved ones, whether it's our parents or whoever took care of us, anyone older than us. And we would look at their face. For example, when a kid would fall down, if you fell down and tripped when you were a toddler, you'd likely look at your parent or you look at someone older than you and think, how are they reacting? Or are they freaking out and saying, oh, you're fine. It's okay. It's okay. Or thinking, oh, poor baby. How others react around you will influence how you feel like you should react. Like when we're kids, we look at how our loved ones react when we get hurt and we think, are we safe? Should I be crying? Should I be scared? Should I? I guess it's not a big deal because they're calm about it. It can feel the same when we grow up too. We may think, oh, well, I guess if the people around me are telling me it's not a big deal or saying that this is an exciting time and I should be thankful, then of course I shouldn't listen to myself. They must be right. And all that does is teach us to not listen to ourselves and our authentic needs and our true feelings. And it's hard to do, especially as a recovering people pleaser that like myself, 
If you've, in the same way, grown up focused on how other people feel around you and being hyper aware of that, then it can feel odd to look within and listen to yourself and be in tune with your feelings. And so trying to, it can feel like the hardest thing to do to listen to yourself and your needs if you're so used to focusing on how other people react for you. Well, they're telling me I should feel this way or they're seeming excited for me or they're telling me about their experience, which seemed harder. So I have no right to share mine. All that does is disconnect us from our true needs and how we really feel in that moment. And that doesn't help anyone around us. I can pretend like, oh, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I should be happy. So yeah, I'm all good just to please others and keep others comfortable. Because especially when you're a people pleaser, you learn to adjust to other people's emotions and needs and keep them comfortable. So for example, if someone says, oh, well, that's not a big deal, or I've had it worse, or they've had it worse, then you may think to yourself, oh, yeah, I guess they're uncomfortable with me bringing this up and they must be right. So I'm going to change my feelings to make them comfortable. And that's exhausting. So no matter what, other people will always have it worse. Other people will always have it better, whatever that even means to you. There will be people who always are more book smart in some ways or more physically attractive and less book smart or less physically attractive. That's just how life works. But you're not going to think, oh, I'm not beautiful just because someone else has nicer eyes or someone else has a hair color I prefer. Or you're not going to say, oh, I'm not smart just because this person has created a company and is a billionaire. If we thought that, then we would never get anything done because there would always be someone to compare to. And it's the same with, you know, like the trauma Olympics of like this person had it worse or, you know, just because my experience wasn't as bad. I shouldn't complain. I still was cared for in many ways, so I shouldn't complain about the parts that I wish were different. Life is not so black and white, and I say that all the time because it's true. It's really easy to think in extremes because that makes things easier for us. When we place things in binary categories, it makes life easier for us. It seems like it does. I mean, it definitely doesn't make life easier because it's limiting, but we like to convince ourselves that it is easier because, oh, there's either this or that. There's that choice or this one, or there's just two options. It's easy. So either I should be grateful or I shouldn't. Either I had trauma or I didn't. And that's not how life works. It's not so simple. And so overall, I'm really working on letting myself feel my feelings. When I have that voice in my head that says, what are you complaining about? Or what are you stressed about? Or what are you tired about? I like to think to myself, whose voice is that? And would I say that to a loved one? No, I would not. It's a lot easier said than done and it's really hard and it's easier to stay stuck and tell yourself, okay, I'm going to ignore these feelings and get over it and move on and not feel my feelings. But I'm trying to listen to myself. My body is telling me it's tired. My soul's telling me to listen and to honor my needs and to honor what I need in this moment. And that may just be feeling the way I do. And also acknowledging, yes, I can be grateful and I can be struggling, I can be stressed, I can be burnt out, whatever it may be. Everyone has a completely different situation. I can't spend my life thinking, okay, well, if they're not stressed or if they haven't mentioned this struggle, then I shouldn't bring up this struggle because it must mean that I don't have it that bad. And just overthinking that, it's, it's ridiculous. The same way we compare all the good stuff, it's easy to do you know, the trauma Olympics and compare to how other people are struggling and think, 
Okay, they've had it hard. I shouldn't complain. So remember, you can acknowledge your situation and the privileges you have and also acknowledge the struggles you have and how you're feeling about it. You don't have to be in the worst situation in the world to feel down. That's not how life works. And sometimes everything around you can seem wonderful and you can just feel down for multiple reasons. And that can include, for example, struggling with depression. That's real. Others may say, what do you have to be sad about? What do you have to be down about? Or you're lazy or whatever it may be. All these misconceptions that are very harmful and continue to stigmatize mental health. But that's a whole other conversation. But I challenge you this week, if you've been struggling with this, especially that whether or not someone else is telling you you shouldn't feel a certain way or it's you doing that, set aside time to let yourself feel that way and try without judgment as hard as it may be. It may come in your head and that's okay. But remember, even if that judgment comes in, that voice comes in telling you, oh, stop it. Don't be a baby or others have it worse. Just see it as a thought. See it as someone else on your shoulder putting that message in your head, knowing that's just a voice and thought passing. It's passing like a cloud and it's not true. You don't have to listen to it and you deserve to feel how you feel. And of course, like I always say on the show, this show is not therapy. If this is something more serious, of course, like delusions or hallucinations, that's something to obviously work on with a professional. And even if you're able to now with thought patterns that come up, I always, always recommend that because this is not therapy. This is simply my experience and what I've learned and what I found to work for me. And so I'm continuously working on this. I've just been struggling with it these last few weeks because I think um, not being at the job and focusing on other areas of my life, including starting my internship soon for school and seeing clients, a lot of these different areas of my life that I've put on the back burner Um, because I've convinced myself that I don't have time to work on them. Now that I'm focusing on them, I'm feeling more overwhelmed than I expected. And it's bringing up a lot of feelings and a lot of guilt and all the mixed feelings that I could feel. So I hope you were able to take something away from this episode and know that you're not alone. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Trust and Thrive. And you can also leave rating and review on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts. And it really, really means a lot. I really, really appreciate it. And you can also DM me, reach out, email me at trustandthrive at gmail.com. If you have any guest suggestions or just want to say hello, share what you've been enjoying, share some feedback. And I just want to thank you for being here and for listening and for being a friend because I sometimes just need to talk into the mic. Sometimes I finish a solo episode and think, Did any of that make any sense? Did I just ramble on for so long? But I hope it did. And if not, I will find out when I edit it. So thanks again for being here. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Please know that your feelings and your experiences are valid. I hope you take care of yourself. And I will catch you all next Thrive Thursday.